What made him this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story of Chris Chan. Towards the end of August 2008, hoping to further develop their relationship, Christian emailed Blanca asking about her opinion on pornography and admitted that he has seen his fair share. He revealed that he enjoyed TV shows like Keeping Up Appearances, Are You Being Served, and Monty Python. Chris encouraged her to upload a video of herself on YouTube or at least have a video call with him. He also mentioned an alleged recent interaction with Megan. If you recall my gal pal, Megan Schroeder, I've chatted with her earlier tonight. She has forgiven me for my mistake. She is doing well, and she has been going out with a volunteer fireman for about over a month now. Although I had her at I love you when I lost her then, I can still be happy for her successes as a true friend. He let Blanca know that he had gotten used to the existence of the Encyclopedia Dramatica page, but was still tormented by the images of a transgender Rose Chew. She is all woman. She was born with and still has her God-given vagina and both ovaries. I would seriously really wish and like very much see all the dicked up images removed from the page and replaced with more accurate fan art of Rosechu with vagina. Not only that, but it seriously ticked me when just after I found the page back in November 07, I received in emails a few copies of those particular images. Then I distinctly, right to the point, straightforward told all the people that sent the image copies, as well as the people of the ED page, to remove their pickled images. Only if they would replace their dickheadedness with honest, god-blessed images of Rosechu with vagina and absolutely no friggin' penis. Blanca revealed that their relationship was in fact growing stronger, and sent the following photo to Chris to further persuade him of her genuineness. This convinced him to provide her with his home phone number. Christian also informed her of his scheme to combat images of Rosechu with a penis by making his own sexual drawings of a truly female Rosechu. Blanca then encouraged him to proclaim his intentions in a YouTube video. On September 2nd, 2008, in order to replace the sexual imagery of which he disapproved, Christian uploaded nine nude drawings of Rosechu in a variety of sexual situations. Many of these drawings were actually traced from pre-existing erotic renderings of characters such as Amy Rose from Sonic. Three days later, JK Productions claimed that they had received a cease and desist order from both Sega and Nintendo due to the unauthorized use of the likeness of their characters. The artists in response drastically redesigned the main characters. For example, Sonichu was reimagined as Reginald the Anteel, which was a crossbreed of an anteater and an eel who sported a dashing suit with a pickle in his breast pocket. Rosechu was similarly replaced by an anteel with gay overtones. Chris was also supplanted by a voluptuous female version of himself. These drastic changes convinced Chris to end his relationship with JK Productions, mistaking the anteels for aardvarks. In the face of what has been long established, Christian released episode 17 of Sonichu issue 8 before the comic was completed. 
Rather than the supposed spring break theme, episode 17 came about as a direct response to the recent drama concerning ED and 4chan, resulting in a sex-filled and surprisingly pornographic offering. Due to the shocking nature of its content, the episode was originally available in three different versions, based on the TV parental guidelines devised by the FCC. TVY7, which contained no graphic content, TV14, which included sexual acts with the nudity censored, and TVMA, which was the uncut and uncensored version. Before the prologue, Chris inserted a disclaimer in which Sonichu and Rosechu say that they are over the age of 18 and give some warning as to what will shortly be witnessed. We, Christian Weston Chandler, and everyone of this hand-drawn series fully support safe sex and the proper use of condoms during vaginal penile intercourse. Sonichu also promotes the idea of sex and dating education classes in schools to better prepare youngsters for their first flirts with courtship. The story begins with Sonichu and Rosechu preparing to make love. Sonichu mentions that he needs to purchase double extra-length condoms because his penis is 7 inches long. Chris then proceeds to explain the sexual anatomy of Sonichu and Rosechu, which for the most part are identical to the human equivalents. With the help of diagrams, he goes on to explain sexual intercourse between two electric hedgehog Pokemon of the opposite gender, and once again promotes the practice of safe sex. The scene returns to the lovemaking. Chris offers a depiction of Sonichu's penis's point of view as it enters Rosechu's mouth. They go through several positions during their lovemaking. The TV-14 version superimposes a banana over Sonichu's penis, an orange slice over Rosechu's vagina, and blue stars over her nipples. After the copulation, Rosechu explores a website called 4Cent Garbage, a representation of both Encyclopedia Dramatica and 4chan. She discovers that the people there were uploading lewd drawings of Rosechu and the other Rosechus possessing male genitalia. She's angered by it, while Sonichu mistakes the drawings for photographs and falls ill and faints. She puts him to bed to rest. She then decides to take her own arousing photographs, which happen to be the images which were previously posted by Chris on ED. In the TV-14 edition, her bare body was concealed by a red bikini that Chris drew in Microsoft Paint. To her dismay, her efforts were for naught, as only more anatomically incorrect images of her appear on 4-cent garbage. So Sonichu, Rosechu, and Wild Sonichu travel to the 4-cent garbage building, with Wild joining in to search for the next Sonichu crystal. Sonichu and Rosechu aim to confront the boss of the corporation, who goes by the name Jason, signifying Jason Kendrick Howell. Chris creatively hints at his surname by referencing Lovey and Thurston Howell from the 1960s TV show Gilligan's Island. Meanwhile, Wild Sonichu turns invisible. They enter the building and ask a devil-like creature called Beale, who is working as a receptionist, where to find Jason. He states that they need to take the elevator to floor 66 plus 6. The pair go up the elevator and witness the various goings-on of each floor. Rosechu attacks someone who was uploading an image of her with male genitalia, and Christian briefly comes out of the time void to punch a man viewing the depiction of Chris using an oversized drinking straw. Many of the images were lifted straight out of ED. In the uncensored version, they witness more provocative activities, such as pictures of Sonic characters in sexual settings, which apparently excite Sonichu. The graphic cartoon pornography of the upper floors in fact arouse both Sonichu and Rosechu. On the 70th floor, they witness the destruction of an Xbox game console, which is referred to as a Hexbox, 
highlighting Christian's hatred of the gaming system. Meanwhile, Wilde locates the crystal, which overrides his camouflage powers. The protagonists finally reach the 72nd floor and are greeted by an ominous Jason draped in a dark hooded cloak with, apart from one eye, his face concealed by shadows. They politely request that the Christian page be taken down, stating that the page goes against the values of the United States and her citizens. Jason states that the page will remain, and Sonichu goes for an attack, but is quickly thrown aside. They decide to leave quietly, but then Jason throws a pickle at Roshu's head, which infuriates her. She flies up into the air to shed her clothes, and reveals that she wears a C-cup bra. She takes off her brassiere and underwear, her nude body for all to see. Her fiery rage transforms her into the incredible lioness. I am the power. I am the warrior. I am the almighty woman. True to all of my gender, I will overpower any evil or good man who defies us and make hum succumb to our will. I have the almighty uterus that makes me strong and super powerful enough to protect the loved ones within me until they emerge to their glorious birth. By my ferocious will, I shall punish he who has defiled my people with the worst unnatural addition ever by this one's heinous hand. I am woman. Hear me roar. She flies at Howl, grabbing hold of his head with her thighs. In a ferocious rage, she tears open his skull, but Jason remains alive. Roshu calms down and reverts to her old self. They regroup with Wild, crystal in hand. They bring it back to the mayor's office, where the rest of the Sonichu crystals are kept. With two in Chris's possession, they have only one more crystal to find on their own so they could finally rescue Crystal. In the epilogue, all the Rosechews gather together to make nude photographs of themselves in support of women's liberation. Simone LaRosechew digs herself out of the ground and is introduced to everyone. They are surprised by the sudden arrival of one Zapina Rosechew, who wants to help them out, but announces that she is 14 years old. Rosechew regrettably announces that she cannot contribute due to dumb laws. Lalisa insisted that she can work as a volunteer using her light emission powers to help with the photoshoot, which will serve as a protest to the efforts of the slanderous jerks. Episode 17 was widely lambasted, forcing Chris to quickly remove the uncensored edition from the website. He defended the drastic change in tone in his comic in an email to Blanca. I wish to make it perfectly clear that I, Christian Weston Chandler, a sound-minded virgin, do not see women as sex objects. I honestly see women as my equal, human beings who have every right as any person in this world do, and I care about how women feel. Story-wise, Rosechu is only doing what she, herself, as an individual, feels is right in a great act of protest against the real-life foresandgarbage.com, which is encyclopediadramatica.com. And every woman has every right as human equals to speak their voice as loud as they feel for or against what they each set their individual sights upon. Ladies, I care. I seriously do. It was around this time that a troll, who identified herself as Lord Silly Nipples, assumed Blanca's identity without informing the original trio of trolls, who created and then shared with Chris Blanca's supposed MySpace page, and sent an email asking him to send her sexy nude photos of himself. In return, she promised she would show her own sexy side. Captivated by the promise of nudes, he took an array of revealing photos of himself and sent them to whom he thought was Blanca, taking little notice of her suddenly changing her email address or the various physical and biographical inaccuracies seen on her MySpace page. On September 11th, 
Blanca's MySpace profile picture was changed to a photo of a black man in a pickle costume, and Lord Silly Nipples posted Christian's nude photos onto the ED page. Humiliated by the revelation, he recorded a video addressing the event, conceding that Blanca, as he knew her, was a troll. An official update. You know who I am. But right now, at the moment, I'm upset and sad. The featured friend and I have uh, recently given a guest spot in a seventh comic book. Turns out that woman was a fake troll. Well, she, rather, he tricked me into revealing some adult-type stuff. I was tricked. I was betrayed. He also mentions the mysterious appearance of an advertisement for Sonichu toys purportedly seen in a magazine. I have taken the notice of the uh, recent ad in the video, in a video game magazine or comic book somewhere, I'm not sure exactly where, about merchandise. I did not, I have not ever, up to this point, authorized any distribution or advertisement of any Sanchi merchandise. So, the ad there, that is a fake. Boycott that at all costs. Finally, since he believed that Blanca was not a real person, he assumed complete control over her intellectual property. Also, at uh, this point, I will uh, claim Jigliami as my own from this point on. And the uh, Blanca character that I associate with her in the drawing, well, she'll be like a character in the city, but she's not going to be an active character. But Jigliami... I'll be claiming her as my own from this point on. Good day. The ad he had mentioned was an invention of a troll who assumed the identity of former English soccer personality Jimmy Hill, who wanted Chris to believe that Hill stole all elements of the Sonichu story and was developing the franchise in real life, the popularity of which allegedly rivaled that of Pokemon. Still scarred from unwittingly exposing his vulnerability to the trolls, he sent an email to the reverend of his church, Elizabeth Foss, about how he was deceived and now looked to God for forgiveness. Reverend Foss in return suggested that he meet with pastoral counselor Rocky Shoemaker, whom she felt could help Chris make sense of his troubles. He began seeking her advice regularly. Vivian G continued to email Chris, trying to convince him that his nude pictures are not a big deal, and that she wished that he get off the internet and meet real women in person like he used to. She tried with all her might to make him see that Robert Simmons was a troll as well, but Christian wouldn't listen. In the wake of the Blanca deception, he re-engaged in conversations with the original Blanca, sending his messages to her original email address with the trolls desperately trying to convince Chris that their Blanca was the true Blanca, claiming that the Blanca behind the leaks and the MySpace page was a product of trolls. The trolling trio persuaded Christian to take part in a Skype call. One of the three, who called herself Nurse Ikichan, lent her voice to the part and convinced him that he was in contact with the true Blanca. He later announced so in a video. It's all settled now. Blanca's real. I talked to her. Yeah, she called me. So as for the uh, person who, as for the jerk who uh, posed with the uh, Kawaii Katsune name, if I knew who you were, 
I'd give you a kick in the balls. But I can't because I don't know who or where you are. But if everybody knows the whereabouts of the jerk and this happened to be nearby or within the state, give him a swift kick for me. Anyway, as for anyway, I'm happy now. I'm happy. He also addresses the issue of counterfeit Sonichu merchandise produced by Jimmy Hill. The first off, the uh, toys in the UK. They're definitely uh, fake. I have never approved any merchandise or distribution of such merchandise yet. So therefore, the advertisements of such uh, Sancho merchandise in the UK, all fake. Uh, possibly this guy named uh, Jerry Hill, I think his name was. But, I mean, uh, that's uh, from a suggestion from, from a, that's a name I got from, uh, one, of, from uh, one of my, from one of my fans. So, uh, anyway, boycott the, by such, by the, by the merchandise from the UK. Buy any merchandise from there. Boycott it. Don't do it. Chris also confirms that JK Productions were fake and implored that people continue asking Nintendo to get involved in the Sonichu video game. Sonichu, issue one. Hand-drawn premiere issue. Go, Sonichu. Go out and zap to the extreme. On September 15th, Vivian G began uploading her series of Sonichu audiobooks, which she edited herself. A narrator told the story of the comic in a calm yet dramatic voice, with Vivian herself providing crass commentary in the form of annotations. The project made no attempt at addressing inconsistencies, spelling errors, or storyline issues, and simply delivered the story in a straight, deadpan manner. The team would continue to make audiobook videos covering the Sonichu story for the next few years. Possibly sometime in September, Lord Silly Nipples, impersonating Christian's childhood friend, Tiffany Robinson, sent him an email requesting to receive a copy of his Yup, I'm on TV DVD, who upon receiving the gift, leaked the contents onto the internet. This leak featured most of the videos and photos on the disc, including this photo of Barbara Chandler. Due to her significant girth and slumbering state, trolls began calling her Snorlax, which is a large Pokemon known for its sleepy nature. Despite things with Chris and Blanca looking optimistic, he began a courteous discord with one Sarah Jackson, who allegedly first found out about him through her autistic sister, Rose, a Sonichu fan. Like most people engaging with Christian at the time, Sarah was also a fake personality. He informed Blanca of this new development in their relationship. I'm gonna be honest with you. Over the weekend, I met this other woman over the internet, developed a good trust with her. Basically, I'm feeling in between with you and this woman, and I want to make more certain which one I should save myself for. I have told her about you, and I only want to be as fair as possible. I'd hate to make you fee bad, sad, or jealous, because I honestly care about you and your feelings a lot, Blanca Weiss. I understand if this comes as a big surprise to you, but believe me, you are the first I've said I love you to, openly and honestly. Let me ask you, do you want me in an honest relationship, or sexually, more or equal to bad? He gave Blanca Sarah's email address so she could have a talk with her. I care about Christian a lot, and I would not see him hurt by anyone, especially not someone pretending to be a girl to get their kicks from hurting an innocent man who is autistic. I hope you realize what kind of monster you are. Honestly, what do you have to gain from hurting him? Oh, are you going to get more naked pictures of him? Going to rob him of his dignity? You know what, go do something more productive, 
like get a job, read a book, I don't know, do something. What kind of person purposely tries to ruin the life of an autistic? It's beyond me. Sarah replied. Chris is a sweet and loving man, and he has feelings for me. You obviously blew it with him, or he wouldn't be talking to me in the first place. So who can just jump off a cliff, sister? You couldn't possibly love him the way I have come to. So just give this pathetic game up. I will tell him about the slanderous things you have written to me too, and then we'll see how much more he trusts you. Christian had to make a tough decision, so he chose Blanca to be his one and only. He asked if she would send him some more photographs of herself at varying angles, stating that nudes weren't necessary, but appreciated. He paid no attention to Blanca's constantly changing physical appearance. Chris also brought up the possibility of a future meeting in real life. While I'm thinking about it, did you say you might be able to make it for Thanksgiving break? If not sooner, I would appreciate your presence. And if at that time you feel ready, my virginity shall be yours. I know I said it before in your previous pics, but you still have a hot body. Oh my god. He then elaborated on their proposed schedule. You can meet my mother and father, chat with them a while, and get to know each other. Then you and I, we can go upstairs to my bedroom to just hang out, watch TV, or chat a while. Maybe even some video gameplay with Guitar Hero or something. For dinner that evening, our first date, I will take you out to McDonald's, Arby's, Burger King, or a small restaurant like that. Then I'd let you go back to your hotel, or bring you back home. No sex on the first night, but if you'd like to make out, I'd welcome it. For lunch, I take you to this good all-you-can-eat pizza salad soup desert buffet that I know of in Charlottesville. Then we can take in a romantic movie at the theater, or we can walk the downtown mall and or walk in the park. If it doesn't bother you, I may yawn and stretch my arm around you to your other shoulder. If you want to take it further, you may pull my hand on your shoulder a little closer to your breast. Of course, this is optional and that lets you cop a reach into the popcorn bucket, or under that to cop a feel. Stop me if I'm bothering you any, and you and I can make out in the theater. And if you feel like it that night in the privacy of mine or your room, you can take my virginity, or we can wait till the third night, if there is one before you have to go back to Kentucky. Either way, I would wear a condom then, and in the future, until our wedding night. Blanca and Sarah continued to spitefully exchange emails to each other until September 17th. When correctly guessing his password, trolls hacked into Christian's email account and also in turn gained access to his AOL, MySpace, YouTube, Facebook, and eBay accounts, leaking the majority of his private goings-on to the public. In addition, they acquired previously unreleased nude photos of him, which they sent to ED. One particular picture was a close-up shot of Sonichu doodled on his penis. Another was an erect Chris modeling his mother's underwear. These latest photos also explicitly showcased the unusual misshapen form of his penis. In the meantime, the trolls changed the background of his YouTube profile page to a tiled illustration of a pickle. In response, Chris created a new email address and made a new YouTube channel, cchan6789. In the midst of all this chaos, Christian began chatting with one Jessie Ruddy, an online female persona conceived by two trolls, possibly through Skype. Their conversations remained fairly casual, though they did discuss some sexually charged topics. At the same time, Chris also began conversing with an Australian girl who went by the internet handle Panda Halo. Like all his recent love interests, Panda, real name Sarah Cassandra McKenzie, 
was yet again another troll-created online identity. Growing increasingly hopeful of a future with her, he broke off the promise of a relationship with Blanca and announced his new true love in a video. This was the first instance of Chris introducing his videos with the phrase Captain's Log and listing off the relevant star date, which was the method of log entry and record keeping used in the Star Trek TV and film franchise. However, it is likely that Chris was actually referencing a Star Trek parody seen in Family Guy instead. Captain's Log, star date September 24th, 2008. This is an update for the Science You fan base, fan base. As you can see, I am safe and well. I have no intention of hurting or killing myself. He finally leaves his bitterness towards Adam Stackhouse behind him. Also, I would like to uh, update by letting y'all know about uh, Adam Stackhouse, who was the winner of the uh, play of that Parappa contest. Leave him alone. I hold no grudge against him. So you leave him and his family, including his sister, alone. It's all forgiven. It's all in the past. Done deal. Also, I have a big announcement. I'm taken. I don't want to fear a true name for, for my fear of her, for my worry about her safety. But I want to shout out my love to her. This is for you. He proceeds to sing Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley, with the song's appearance in a Family Guy episode serving as a backing track. Christian and Panda Halo's relationship got heated very quickly. Chris engaged in Skype conversations using the family computer located in their kitchen. Over the course of their chats, he frankly discussed delicate topics such as masturbation. He graphically described his masturbation routine and admitted that he would always have a clean plastic cup on hand in which he would ejaculate as to not make a mess. Chris reflected on what he has learned from watching copious amounts of porn and confessed that he wouldn't like it if women inserted fruits and vegetables into themselves while masturbating because he saw it as a waste of food. But in the case of bananas, it was acceptable due to the protective peel of set fruit, meaning it could be eaten after the fact. While Panda Halo did not appear on video, her voice was enough to convince Chris that she was real. He readily engaged in obscene acts for his webcam. These included Chris impersonating a selection of animals and even masturbating on camera. These videos soon surfaced on the internet. It was possibly around this time that Vivian G had a three-hour-long chat with Chris through AOL Instant Messaging, during which she desperately tried to convince him that all the women offering themselves to him over the internet were fake. During the conversation, Christian slipped on cat poo in the kitchen and had to clean up the mess. She confronted him over the nude picture he drew of Megan. He accused ED of twisting the image and making it evil, destroying their relationship. Vivian reminded him that Megan had requested that they remained just as friends, but Christian betrayed her. He then proceeded to talk about his need for a sweetheart to fulfill his wish of fathering a daughter by the name of Crystal Weston Chandler. He blamed his random access memory for the sudden change in topic, claiming he can't help himself if his thoughts are random. He revealed that he still went to the Alderman Library at the University of Virginia to look for women. Vivian then explained that people usually go to the library to study and not to hook up with strangers. The discussion gave him a headache. 
Chris then talked about his desperate need for a dating education class, which would be especially useful for the third date onwards. Vivian pointed out that the dating experience would be completely different for every person, and that sex is not guaranteed on the third date. Chris eventually didn't know how to reply, because his mind became a blank. She asked him to roleplay, to find out what he would say when meeting a girl. Hinir immediately began talking about drawing his comics. She told him that if he were to say that to a girl, he would be perceived as immature and childish. Christian then asked if it would make a difference if he told women that he drew sex pictures instead. Vivian recoiled, stating that that would be disturbing. She begged for him to seek professional help, admitting that trying to help him herself was like fighting a wall. On September 29th, Christian reignited communications with his former sweetheart, Blanca, telling her that he had a dream in which the name of his true sweetheart-to-be was revealed to be Blanca Weiss. As a show of affection, he announced that he will send his original Sonichu, Rosechu, Black Sonichu, and Jigliami medallions, as well as his drawing of Jigliami to what he thought was her aunt and grandmother's home address. I hope that you are feeling better, and that you feel delighted after reading that God and Jesus have finally revealed their guiding me to you. Two days later, he sent her an album of grainy photos of himself in an array of poses. On October 4th, Chris released a short video in which he lampoons a line of dialogue used in the MTV animated series Eon Flux. We're being watched. My name is Christian Weston Chandler. I'm here to find happiness with my true sweetheart who I've known for over two months now. Steve Charles best leave us alone. Is anybody listening? Do you believe me? Everybody happy now? As the months progressed, more and more Jimmy Hill-related artwork began to surface. Screenshots from a supposed Sonichu animated series were leaked as well, and the plotline of Hill's Sonichu story was revealed, which resembled Christian's own iteration, but with some notable alterations. Sonichu was touted as the first openly gay cartoon character, with Blake being his boyfriend. He hung out with Rosechu, his gal pal, and he loved his parents, Mary Lee Walsh and Jimmy Hill himself. In the cartoon, they would come under attack from the giant jerkbot, which was modeled after Christian's own naked figure. On October 9th, Trolls received Christian's package meant for Blanca. It included the medallions, as well as his depiction of Blanca's original character. Chris wrote a heartfelt letter to her on the back of the drawing, which Nurse Ikichan herself read out for a video later uploaded onto YouTube. Dear Blanca, I am so happy that you are revealed as my true, honest sweetheart to be in the dream I have anxiously waited for since the dreams of me and my future daughter. When before my heart was lost and confused, now I truly see the path to the true, honest love set for me by God and Jesus. I now can truly hardly wait to meet you around Halloween." Below the letter was an illustration depicting a sleeping, dreaming Christian who dreamt of himself waiting for his sweetheart Blanca at a local hotel. The trolling group quickly uploaded their findings onto ED. In response, Christian recorded a video falsely claiming that even though the trolls got hold of his medallions, Blanca had intercepted them and sent his Sonichu medallion back, which he then modified to make more secure meaning the medallion around his neck in this video was in fact a copy. Captain's Log, Stardate, October 9th, 2008. Y'all know who I am, so my message should be clear. I'm here to dispel a couple of rumors that have been flying around. Firstly, my, my Sanchi medal was not stolen. It was entrusted to my sweetheart, Blanca, 
lives over in uh, Kentucky. Rest assured, she is not a troll, so nobody say otherwise. I have talked to her on webcam and video and uh, audio and heard her voice over, micro over her microphone to my speakers and headphones. Anyway, I sent her the medal, and uh, even though uh, some trolls nearby got hold of it temporarily, she managed to get it back and say back to me, Express. He emphasizes that he added a peg to the back of it to hold his Amethyst High School ring. He also mentions his leaked DVD footage, naming the man in the pickle suit as the culprit. Also, the uh, DVD, it, that was not stolen either. The uh, man in the pickle suit tricked me once again, by pretending to be a trusted gal pal of mine. So, it was sent upon request, but thank God I had the foresight to, to not make a copy of my director's cut, which has a lot more footage on it than any distributed copy has. Still convincing himself that Blanca was true, he professes his love for her. I wish to uh, also proclaim my love for my sweetheart. I love you, Blanca. I cannot bear to live without you, baby. So please come here as soon as possible so we can be together forever. I love you, Blanca. I always will. Mmm, pain me. It would just pain me if you, if you got hurt. So nobody better harm a hair on her. Or else you hear from me. As an epilogue, Chris advertises the upcoming PS3 game Little Big Planet. Also, this video, as well as as well as all previous videos, are proudly presented to you thanks to the gracious Tremper technology from Sony Computer Entertainment America. Look forward for the upcoming Little Big Planet game coming to only on PlayStation 3, and see exclusive levels that I will be uploading after I have created soon enough that y'all will be very interested in playing. Thank you. Four days later, seemingly unperturbed by the possible deception concerning Blanca, Christian made another video, announcing that he had received the beta release of Little Big Planet and had already completed making his own level. The uh, Little Big Planet level y'all have heard about. I have, I have the, I have the beta, and I have completed the level in only two nights, and I got published onto the uh, Little Big Planet database on the internet. Apparently, my beta had expired, which is kind of bad luck. So I guess I'll just have to wait a week before I can introduce the level fully on a bit on, in a video in video form on the YouTube. Little Big Planet only on PlayStation 3. Never accept any invitations, even downloadable to a hotspot. He continues by airing his grievances concerning Jimmy Hill. Master Jimmy Hill, Master Jimmy Hill. As y'all may know about him, he has perpetrated uh, my. He has perpetrated the uh, rights of rights of science shield for myself as y'all well know for the longest time now that I am the original owner and creator of science shield and roast shield. Uh, this, uh, this imposter is blatantly copying everything note for note for note from me. I mean you take a take a good look at that. Take a look at that. Because all that is is just this Sonic the Hedgehog action figure custom painted. I can easily custom paint this to look like that. With acrylic paint even. So simple. And it's so crappy, too. He compares the appearance of his official Sonichu website with Hill's flagrant imitation, and also mentions the supposed release of Jimmy Hill's Yup, I'm on TV DVD. And all we did was take every footage that was that was originated from, that, from this DVD and uh, dubbed his voice just to, just over my name. So instead of me saying Christian Weston Chandler, he just, he just dubbed his over each time by saying, Jimmy Hill. It even says on the bottom here, the part of Jimmy Hill is played by an actor. An 
after. Look at that freaking cover. It's more based on the co it's more based on my original comic cover than the original DVD. Anyway, do not buy from Jimmy Hill. He's a fraud, a phony. Finally, Chris proclaims that the trolls should stop bullying him because he is ignoring them. You bullies, I know y'all are afraid of me. Because y'all, because without me, y'all would have nobody to pick on at this point. No matter how many times you direct your influences towards me, I'm just ignoring you. Because basically all you're doing is basically being unheard of. You're basically talking to a brick wall. And I am just blatantly ignoring you hands down. So you may as well just give up. Your, vo your, vo your opinions and voices are not being heard. Y'all are not scaring me. You're not scaring, y'all are not scaring Blanca. You're, no, you're scaring nobody, misters. It's time to face facts, misters and misses. I am safe. I am well. And I'll be staying that way. And I shall keep watch for any bullies. And I will take all necessary steps in due time as I cross those bridges. Be they sound or broken. Thank you very much and have a good day or evening. It was on this day that the person responsible for the Sarah Jackson character decided to kill her off by assuming the role of her sister and telling Chris that she was allegedly killed in a car crash. On October 14th, Panda Halo created a subsite of Sonichu.net called Sonichu Fans, which was most notable for incorporating an internet relay chat feature, or IRC, where people could gather and chat about Sonichu and other related matters. Over the course of the next couple of months, Chris joined the chat to discuss various topics and answer fan questions. On the same day, YouTube user Icarus69, who was the one who had received Christian's package, showed off the medallions which recently came into his possession. On October 15th, Chris uploaded a 7-page preview of a future Sonichu comic, in which Chris Chan Sonichu travels to the 4-cent garbage building but is captured by a tractor beam. He is forced to revert to his human form, which brings his medallion back into existence. Jason's minion, Beale, grabs hold of the Sonichu medallion, but is shocked that he remains powerless. Christian reveals that the true source of his powers is his Amethyst High School ring to convince the trolls that his medallion was not as important as they had thought it was. He uses his ring to transform back into Chris Chan Sonichu and launches a hyperbeam at Beale, which also ends up hitting Jimmy Hill knocking out his teeth. On October 20th, the trolls behind Blanca put an end to her story. Icarus 69 filmed himself desecrating the original medallion in a myriad of means. He sliced it and stabbed it with a knife, mimicked it performing forced fellatio on a pickle, placed it into a pickle jar, crushed it with a hammer, and set it ablaze quenching the fire by urinating on it. My wooden bed is delicious!